Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Today's edition is brought to you by TD Ameritrade, who's reinventing how you invest. Whether you want to place a trade on Facebook Messenger or get market news from your smart speaker, TD Ameritrade's technology is designed to bring the market to you. See what's new at tdameritrade.com innovation. The water in your toilet could fight climate change one day. By Matt Simon. Day after day, you pump carbon dioxide into the atmosphere whether you're driving or turning on lights or eating meat. You can't help it because, really, no human can. But I bet you haven't stopped to think about how the simple act of pooping is also part of the problem. Worldwide, wastewater treatment facilities account for 3% of electricity consumption and contribute 1.6% of emissions. A drop in the horrifying bucket that is climate change, you might say. But researchers are beginning to explore how they might tweak wastewater treatment technology to capture CO2 instead of emitting it as a way to slow the ravages of climate change. If their plan works out, at least our poop can be guilt-free. Currently, the stuff you flush in the toilet or send down the drain ends up in a facility, along with liquid waste from industries like beer or winemaking. All that organic matter sits in open-air tanks where microbes feed on it. They munch on the waste and release CO2 as a byproduct, and the facility then pumps the relatively clean, but far from drinkable, water out to sea. On its own, a person's poop is carbon neutral, save for emissions from growing and transporting food. Plants capture carbon from the air by way of photosynthesis. You eat the plants, you produce the carbon as waste. When those microbes eat that waste and release the CO2 back in the atmosphere, it ends up right where it started. Except that the wastewater treatment facilities need energy to operate. There might be a way to tweak this process, however. Some microbes, like bacteria and microalgae, feed on CO2 itself. They would eat up the organic carbon and then convert the CO2 into chemicals, for example ethanol, says Princeton University environmental engineer Ziyong Jason Ren, who co-authored a recent Nature Review of Potential Carbon Capture Techniques in Wastewater Treatment. So one potential fix would be to replace the typical microbes used in wastewater treatment with the CO2 guzzlers. You treat wastewater, but you also reduce CO2 into something more valuable. In this setup, you'd pump CO2 from, say, a fossil fuel power plant 
into enclosed tanks full of wastewater. These plants are often located near wastewater facilities anyway. Instead of their emitted CO2 going to the atmosphere, it would get funneled into the tanks for microbes to munch on. The wastewater facility would pay the power plants for their CO2 emissions, and would then use the microbes to produce valuable chemicals, like ethanol, to sell off. Everyone wins, in theory. Fossil fuel power plants can say they're cutting emissions, and wastewater plants get an extra revenue stream. This focus on a new marketable product is intentional, to circumvent the biggest hurdle to carbon capture in all its forms. It's just not profitable. A corporation has no incentive to, say, plant forests or install a carbon-sucking device on its premises, if doing so only hurts its finances. Making carbon capture technologies take off will either require legislation to mandate them, a new business opportunity, or both. The wastewater treatment plant would become a refinery, says Ren. You take this CO2 waste, you take wastewater, then using all these technologies you convert it into something. To be clear, modifying wastewater treatment isn't going to come close to saving us from climate change on its own. For that, we need to cut emissions dramatically and immediately. But hungry microbes could play a part. Compared to some of the other schemes for carbon capture, the lift wouldn't be all that heavy once the tech is in place. Plus, there's plenty of wastewater to work with. New York City alone produces 1.3 billion gallons of the stuff a day. By law, municipalities in the U.S., have to treat all that muck before pumping it out to sea, which means the raw material is there and will always be there. CO2-eating microbes might not be the only way to exploit all that muck. Another idea would be to use wastewater byproducts, aka sludge, to produce biochar, a kind of carbon-rich charcoal. When added to soil, biochar can improve crop yields, and as a nice bonus, it boosts how much CO2 the soil absorbs. Or we might turn artificial wetlands into their own facilities of sorts, pump the wastewater into one of these engineered wetlands, and plants would convert it into biomass, thus reconstituting CO2 as vegetation. But for now, these proposals are speculative. If you look at what we're actually doing today, it's quite far from what the authors are suggesting, says UCLA environmental engineer Michael Stenstrom, who has researched wastewater treatment and carbon sequestration. Some of the roadblocks are not great science. They're management and getting people to do what we want them to do. For instance, researchers like Stenstrom have a hard time even getting wastewater facilities to be more efficient, to say nothing of exploring futuristic technologies like, like carbon sequestration. Sure, the plants can update their systems to save energy, but that means extra investment and work for their operators. I say, well, what about saving money, Stenstrom says. And the operators say, well, that money goes downtown. We don't see it, so we're not motivated. That may change, though, as the ravages of climate change grow ever more severe and dramatic. Perhaps operators will get the incentives to not just be more efficient at processing wastewater, but to make money via carbon sequestration. Let's leave it at this. It wouldn't be the worst thing if our poop helped scrub the atmosphere. It might even be just the place to start. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.